The following program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, 18660 South Cicero Avenue and Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700, Paul's Pizza in Westchester on 31st and Wolf Road, Diamond Ghost Charters at diamondghostcharters.com, hookandhunttv.com, Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the magazine for the knowledgeable sportsman. Ren Lake Area Tourism at visitrenlake.com and enjoyrenlake.com. Bizbaits, the soft plastic baits made for the professional bass angler who want to catch more fish. You can get them at bizbaits.com. Follow me. Streams find a world that embraces free open spaces. Come and follow me. Hello, everyone. This is Chauncey from Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Come on out and follow me into the great outdoors, whether it's close to home or across this great country. Come on out and follow me. Well, I hope you're ready to enjoy the great outdoors on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. On today's show, we're going to have walleye angler Ray Metz tell us about how great the walleye fishing is right now on Lake Erie. Chad Pitkins, an elite Bassmaster angler, wants to talk to us about how he's going to prepare himself for the return to the elite tournaments that are starting back up in a couple of weeks. Then we're going to have on Commander... Tim Derry, <laughs> Division Commander, Wilmette, Chicago, Division 39, U.S. Coast Guard Auxiliary. I always feel like I have to salute when I say all that. Uh, he'll be talking about what we should remember every time we go out boating. Safe Boating Week is coming up here, and but safe boating shouldn't just be one or a week or a day. It should be every day we're on the water. We will then have our outdoor news and fishing report in our last segment of the show. But remember to tell all your friends to tune in and listen to the new ESPN Chicago app. And you can hear today's show live or you can listen to the podcast or subscribe for free and have it delivered to your computer, phone, or whatever. It's as easy as one, two, three, and you can listen to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Also, remember to like us at Facebook slash Chauncey's Great Outdoors. And if you have any questions, you can send us a message at Facebook slash Chauncey's Great Outdoors. So sit back, enjoy the show. You're listening to the number one most listened to outdoor radio show and podcast in the country, Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Now let's hear from our first guest. On the phone with me right now, we've got one of the great elite anglers, and we see more and more of them on television when we're watching the Bassmasters Elite and stuff like that. we got Chad Pitkins on. Chad, how are you? I'm doing great. How about yourself? In a couple of weeks... You're, and I hate to use the term from that song, on the road again. <laughs> That's true, though. <laughs> but you are going to be going all over the, the United States with the Elite Series, and the first one I know is in the Ufala, but it, it must be just, I, I cannot fathom it. I, I know I'm stuttering, because I just, I'm trying to wrap my brain around it. <laughs> How do you get ready for it, for the first Elite Tournament of the Year, basically? Yeah, that, that's a big thing, especially being from up here, because, you know, there's a disconnect. You know, we, obviously we had a little shutdown here. We weren't allowed to fish, so you got guys down south that are preparing and getting ready and honing their skill the whole time, you mm -hmm. know, while this is going on. But 
Um, in, in years past, that's, I've got done a little better with the Elite Series because I've fished the Open, and they've had a different division. So we actually started in Florida every year in January. I used to go down a few days prior to that. So, like, I get the ball rolling at least. It's all about tournaments and decision-making. You don't get that sitting at home. You don't get it when you're out fishing with your friends. It's just no. the decision-making process is what makes the guys great that are great. Mm-hmm. And you you got to be on your game when that's going on. So for me, I've been getting down and doing that earlier. And to kind of kick off the cobweb, and I did that this year. You know, went to the Open and had a good event down there, finished like 40th out of 250. And then we had our first event, and then everything basically shuts down after the Classic. So now it's you got to hit restart mode again. And, uh, you know, while I'm here this week, you know, these next couple weeks, I'm trying to fish a couple days a week at least. And then prior to getting down to Yafala, I'm going to take an extra three days and at least go fish some somewhere nearby that may fish similar mm-hmm. kind of get a feel for what stage the fish might be in. It doesn't always work, but at least you're on the water then. You know, you're actively thinking about, like, hey, if these are my practice days, you know, how do I maximize my time? Where should I be looking? You know, what are these fish doing? Kind of get the you know cobwebs kicked off and get the the creative juices flowing. You know. Well, yeah, and you know, besides being kind of locked down a little bit because we all understand that this year, uh, you've also had another thing going on to keep your life a little bit busy. Uh, your wife, a uh, couple of months ago, was it uh, gave you a, a baby girl? Was it? Yeah, we had a little baby, uh, baby girl, uh, Emery Ray, uh, January eighth. So. That's a whole new world. Uh, you know, it's different leaving before. You know, you, you, you love your wife and care about your wife, but when you leave, you're like, all right, see ya, or come on with you. Mm-hmm. Don't tell her I said that. <laughs> but it's just different when you got your own blood, you know, and I left. The, for the first time I looked down, there's like a little little being that can't move and it's like helpless, and you're like, oh, mm-hmm. man, I lost it when I left. I don't know. I had to leave like three days after that, after she was born for that open. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd have acted the same if it was three months or not, but it's just very different feeling when you're leaving the house. <laughs> no, it, it is, Chad. And, and my babies are 37 and 39 now. <laughs> so wow, my two yeah. girls. Yeah, That's cool. You're a young guy, family man. You have this new baby. How, how do you try to balance? Because you have to do research work on where you're going, don't you? Yeah, you should do, and, you know, it's uh, my, my wife's super supportive, and she helps out a lot at home, uh, so it's like you got to have the time at home, and a big part of getting good at fishing and, and being in the industry is being able to afford and to stay in the industry. And there's the guys that make a lot of money fishing, and but it just takes time. It's like building a business. You don't just come in and make millions of dollars and not have any expenses and win everything. You mm-hmm. know, it just doesn't happen like that for most of us. So when you first get in it, it's about, you know, having something set up that's sustainable um, to make some money, and then go in and have errors and, and do well in events, do poorly in events to, to learn. So I feel like the last few years, I mean, this is my, oddly enough, this is my eighth year on the Elite Series, and it's you don't get a lot of TV time or get noticed unless you make top tens, mm-hmm. you know. So it's one of those where you can be around, and meanwhile, you are getting, even though people don't really know you're fishing that often, they you're, you're, you're working on your skill, you're getting better, and, and then those opportunities come up where if you put in the time and are diligent about kind of learning what you're what you're doing. I think you can have those breakout years, and I, I kind of had one last year, um, which is nice. I had some opportunities. I think I had three or four top tens where I made some TV time, and mm-hmm. you know, obviously leading a little bit helps. And having the, the worst day I've ever had on the water after leading a couple of days wasn't good, but that's all part of the game, you know, figuring out what you did right, what you did wrong, and that's kind of how it's been for me, you know, coming up these last last few years, just learning about how I like to fish and prepare and kind of getting figuring out what I need to do every event, you know, to do, to do better. These anglers from the north, you, uh, the guys out of Wisconsin, Canada, 
you don't always fish a lot of days in good weather. You got to fish in ugly weather. You got to fish in really ugly weather. You got to fish, you know, you wind up fishing in more different conditions than maybe a lot of the anglers that are south of, you know, as I call Interstate 80, southern part of the country, where you're maybe something changes, weather, this, that. They not going to be a quicker response as you would be because, hey, you know, I was fishing such and such lake in southeast Mich- Michigan, and, you know, this is what happened. I caught fish. Let me go grab that lure and stuff, you know. It's just I think your experience is a little broader is what I'm saying. Yeah, it, it, is, it is and it isn't sometimes. And we do, when we come up north, um, we are definitely more ready to fish, and I think you see that with, um, you know, when we're fishing up north. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we definitely do a little better uh, at, baby patrol real quick my wife's helping me out okay no problem um yeah so it's it's one of those things like i feel like we have an advantage up here a little bit more than they do yeah. versus when we go south uh, i say that because you know we all get to fish south but northern fishing is just is, is completely different you know the fishing's one it's amazing but it's just a different game like a lot of the fishing down south there's a lot of similarities with you know what the fish do seasonally you know winter some summer spring you know fall and, and spawning and how they act, so we can. I, th- I feel like we can pick that up quicker. A lot of the stuff up north, mm-hmm. some of it's really off the bank, out in the middle. It's a lot. A lot of it's more electronic based, mm-hmm. and it's just it's one of those that, where it puts us in the drive. Like a year like this year, I it's, hopefully we get this thing rolling because this is the first time, literally in the history of the Elite Series, we truly have a, a split schedule. We have half our events yeah. in New York or Michigan, and I just I really think you're going to see guys. Um, it's going to be a different leaderboard, I think, at the end of the year, just because we've got fall fishing as opposed to spring. Like typically, our whole season's in the, you know around the spawn or post spawn, mm-hmm. that kind of deal. And now that's completely wiped out. So fall fishing is a different beast itself, and I think it, it fishes more at, like northern style, where the fish are scattered, suspended off the bank, out deep. And I just it's going to be exciting to see how this year plays out with the different faces. You know who does well. Yeah, you're not getting those spring reaction bites of protecting a nest or, you know, working in an area, uh, you're getting those bites of, hey, I got to put some meat on my bones for winter. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a different mode versus protect or hunt or put the food on or however it lays out for sure. Yeah. When you're looking at a lake, do you do the, the paperwork and the internet research and stuff on it just to learn as much as you can? Um, I, I always want a good starting base just to have an idea um, of, of where things go down, I guess. So like previous lakes, it's really hard to catch fish or do well, um, like on other people's places. You got to find your own fish. Mm-hmm. But there is something to be said about you know how a lake lays out. And historically, on certain lakes, there's certain sections that always produce. So if you don't know a lot about a lake and you want to play the percentages, you don't want the last thing you want to do on a place that's new to you is spread yourself too thin and fish mm-hmm. this creek one day, and go 50 miles north and fish this, and then go this way. And at the end of practice, you're like, I had a few bites here, a few bites there, but nothing is close together, and you really haven't patterned anything. Like, I would much rather do, like, what I did when I went to Lake Fork. I didn't, I've never seen the lake in my life. I just said, okay, it should be around the spawn. Here's some deep water, shallow water. Here's some islands. I'm going to spend my time in this section of the lake because there has to be fish here. This has everything they need. And so I literally stayed, you know, in, on the lower section in two creeks. And that way I, I was able to give myself time to fish deep, and to fish shallow. If I just would have ran, went running around in every different creek, you, you don't get to really feel what states the fish, and you're kind of looking for something specific as opposed to, you know, learning what the fish are actually doing. Hmm. 
That's pretty. That's a, a very interesting statement that I, I hope a lot of young and you know mature anglers like me here because that's what, that's the way to set it up and do it because that that how, that's how you're going to get them that's well chad i want to say thank you for coming on tronti's great outdoors on espn radio uh and once again our, our friends uh literally everywhere east of the mississippi and all over europe that listen to us on the the live stream when this program's going on or our podcasts uh they're they're going to enjoy hearing about you how you've been doing with the elite series how you're working at it that and I'll always take a baby crying a little bit over a dog barking, just so you know. On, on an interview, <laughs> well, hey. babies are babies are cuter anyway. That's so. right. <laughs> if somebody wants to follow you, Chad, how do they do it? Yeah, no, I appreciate that. Like I said, all you guys that are out there and want to follow along, I'm on Instagram, we're on Facebook, both are at Chad Pipkins, and then we're also on YouTube as well and Twitter. So if, uh, reach out to us. I do run all that myself with the help of my wife a little bit but all the posts are me and all the comments i like to interact with everybody if you got questions happy to help out and uh yeah look forward to hooking up you guys on there and hopefully helping out your fishing game cool thank you chad hey everybody that was chad pitkins a lead angler you're listening to chauncey on chauncey's great outdoors you know us hey we know the outdoors if you fish and hunt in illinois you'll love midwest outdoors magazine Right now, you can get a full year of Midwest Outdoors, 12 issues, for only $14.95. That's a $15 savings off the regular newsstand price. Whatever species you fish, whatever game you hunt, Midwest Outdoors experts will share their time-tested techniques and favorite spots with you. Each month, Midwest Outdoors has dozens and dozens of articles, reports, maps, and proven methods to help you enjoy the outdoors. Illinois residents receive a free state section focusing on fishing and hunting right here in Illinois. Pick up Midwest Outdoors at leading newsstands. Or to save $15 off the annual cover price, subscribe to Midwest Outdoors. You'll get 12 issues for only $14.95. Call now, 1-800-606-3474. That's 1-800-606-FISH. Visa, MasterCard, and American Express are accepted. Or to subscribe online, punch up MidwestOutdoors.com on the web. Midwest Outdoors, helping people like you enjoy the outdoors. When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! And Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847-838-2037. And get ready to yell, Fish on! Waterworks knows the area lakes and boat ramps are opening up and Mercury Marine wants you to repower your current boat with a new Mercury outboard motor from the only authorized Mercury Repower Center in Northeast Illinois, Waterworks Boat Sales. Get the right motor on that boat you love with professional service at the right price from the only authorized Mercury Repowered Center in Northeastern Illinois, Waterworks Boat Sales. Call them at 708-798-9700. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake, where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation, all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about Southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314 580 
2577 314-580-2577 and plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile. One thing sportsmen know best is where to get a good meal, and Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester is the place. Whether you're looking for that true classic Chicago hot dog or an Italian beef sandwich large enough to share, Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st and Wolf Road in Westchester has these and other great specialties like an Italian sausage and beef combo, gyros, pasta, Italian steak, eggplant parmesan and ribs, daily salad specials, and even the best flame-broiled burgers in the western suburbs. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs has it all for you. When someone drives 25 miles just to eat at Paul's, you know they're doing it right. Make Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31 and Wolf Road in Westchester your favorite spot. Tell them Chauncey sent you. Okay, forest animals, kids are coming to the forest, and it's up to us to make their visit a good one. Sparrow, have you practiced the most popular bird songs for the year? Of course. Catchy. I like it. River, how's the temperature? It's a refreshing 52 degrees, man. I love it. Uh, Turtle. He's not here yet, man. Uh, he's late every morning. Okay. Squirrel. The forest has been preparing just for you. To learn more about cool things to do in the forest, visit discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. This segment is brought to you by Waterworks. Waterworks Boat Sales at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. When the daylight fades and the shadows fall let the light from the lighthouse shine on me And the weather watch spies are coming Scroll at the light from the You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors on ESPN AM 1000 in Chicago. Welcome back, everybody. This is Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Now let's hear from our guest, Tim Derry, Division Commander, Division 39, Wilmette Harbor, Coast Guard Auxiliary. Did I get it all in, Chief? You did something. <laughs> Thank you. Every year we have Tim on in May. We should have him on more. Uh, but we're talking about Safe Boating Week. I know that's kind of, there's a lot of things that mess around with boating this year, but safe boating, can't even explain how important that is if you enjoy the water, right? Absolutely not. There's so many things to consider um, from the time you think about getting underway until you're actually in the water in order to make your trip safe. Yeah, that's true. And there's probably things that I'm not even thinking of off the top of my head because you just said, even when you think about it, and I haven't pulled my boat out of the driveway, right? There's one real strong consideration. And even before you do that, uh, things like filing the float plan, which is, could be as simple as telling your next door neighbor, hey, we're going to, head out out of such and such a boat ramp. We're going out around 2 o'clock, and we should be back by 5. Uh, that constitutes finally an informal float plan. So that somebody is watching for you if you don't make it back in and knows to ask around if they don't see you come back home. Mm -hmm. um, checking the weather. Again, before you even think about hitching up that boat trailer, mm -hmm. where's the weather going to be? Uh, I can remember going out one time and heading out to the boat launch up in Wisconsin, and all the boats were coming in. What I hadn't done was looked over my shoulder to the west, and it was barreling in on us. 
it was you know sunshine and, and, and calm water. So uh, certainly check the weather and look what's uh, ahead of you and behind you. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that's true. It's checking the weather, and you know, I I didn't even think about it. One time, um, you and I were having a conversation, and you said, "Trance, even before you push the boat." into the water, and it's in your driveway, you need to go over. Hey, where are all my life jackets? Where uh, Do all my lights work on the trailer? Uh, and I'm like, oh, I never thought about that. Uh, you know, or are your tires inflated properly? I mean, this was stuff that you wouldn't even think of safe boating, but it just adds to you getting out to enjoy boating. It does. Safety chains on the trailer. You mentioned lights. How about wheel bearings on a trailer? Yep. Boat trailer wheel bearings are subjected to a lot more punishment than, let's say, your travel trailer or your utility trailer because they constantly get dipped in and out of the water. Mm-hmm. So it's not only keeping grease in them, but once in a while you got to take them and pull them off and service them and repack them. Mm-hmm. That's true. Now, you know, some things, I, and I see people going out a lot when I always say one of the best comedy uh shows anybody could ever, ever sitcom is just put a camera at the at a boat ramp and watch people go in and out. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's always a great comedy show. But there are other things that you need to worry about to have on board your boat besides life jackets. And in my mind, I've always said this, Tim, uh, I don't wear a life jacket for myself. Yes, I do. But I always say I don't because I wear a life jacket because I want to come back to my family. I want to come back to my dog. I want to come back to my grandchildren. I, I want to come back to so many different things uh, that wearing a life jacket is going to save me to come back to do that. Yes, you're wearing it for yourself so you don't drown, but you're wearing it for so many other reasons. And that's just one thing on, on board that you should have. What are some of the others? Well... If you were to take advantage of a U.S. Coast Guard auxiliary uh, courtesy vessel safety inspection, you would find that there are two columns to our inspection form. In one of them is the mandatory column, and that's all the things that are required by law to have uh, on board your boat in order to earn the, uh, the, the vessel safety check sticker. Mm-hmm. Then there's another whole column of recommended items uh, things like, and, and when, when I say these items, you're going to go, of course they're required. Not necessarily. Uh, a first aid kit. I think that's a real good idea to have a first aid kit on board, even though it's not necessarily required. An anchor. Of course you have to have an anchor on board. So you need to look at both columns of that, and that's one of the reasons that we provide that service. It is not an enforcement function. It's an education function. Hmm. It's for you to learn what needs to be aboard your boat when you get underway to make it safe. Very true, very true. And, um, you know, I know if you're going on uh, uh, certain bodies of water, but, you know, I don't even like to use the word certain bodies of water. I mean, you know, you should have a a marine radio if you're on any of the navigable water of the United States, which means a lot of rivers, like the Great Lakes, and many other spots, right? That's correct, because a marine radio, unlike a cell phone, notifies a whole lot of potential rescuers besides the people at the other end of a phone call. Mm-hmm. Now, all of a sudden, you've got basically everybody in your area, every mariner in your area knows that you're in need of help. Yeah. And they sell these things, yes, 
they, you can have mounted ones or you can have them, you know, handheld ones and they have bags where you can, waterproof bags you can put them in. As a matter of fact, it's probably smart to put your phone in a waterproof bag, everybody. Just trust me on that one. Just, <laughs> I've got so, experience. Uh, you said mounted or handheld or do like I do and I have uh, two mounted and one handheld. Mm. That allows me to monitor to a full-time monitor, not scan two channels, mm -hmm. number one. And the second thing is that handheld one stays with me all the time uh, in the boat or, God forbid, overboard from the boat. Yeah. Uh, the radio that I carry is not only waterproof, but it floats. Oh, that's... I didn't. I never thought about that either, Tim. That's a great idea. That's a it great. Is not a, it's not an elaborate, expensive radio. It's a couple hundred dollars, maybe. Uh, but but think about it. You go overboard, it falls out of your pocket, or falls off its clip, or whatever. Mm -hmm. You still stand the fighting chance because that radio is floating nearby. That's right. Um, also, anytime you're on a, a boat with an outboard motor running, there's a common thing that you clip to yourself. That is a. Um, you know, killer switch to the engine where if you get thrown from the seat or whatever and it just stops the engine. Absolutely. You really don't want to get run over by your own boat. No, 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 no. no. And, and, so, and I'm not, not saying that I'm, you know, I was in someone's boat who, uh, you know, there's no seat belts in a boat and I'm starting to wonder if we should have them. But uh, I was sitting in a seat and, you know, he's holding on to the wheel and we're zipping along and he made a turn. And when he made the turn on Lake Michigan, I literally went whoosh, right off that seat onto the floor of the boat. And I went, wow, if if I was driving the boat, that kill switch would have probably saved my life if something was happened because I would have been, you know, out on the floor or something. You know, in the years we've been doing this interview, I never even thought about mentioning this. And I think people think it's weird when they go out on our my personal boat with me. Mm -hmm. But when I first joined the Coast Guard Auxiliary and I began studying to become a crew member and ultimately a coxswain, when we were on the water for the first time, I didn't quite understand. But the person at the helm will always call out their intentions. And you we're speeding up, it's simply coming up. We're coming down, we're slowing down, coming down. Or uh, moving to port or turning to starboard. Mm -hmm. What a nice idea so that people know which way to hold on and people can anticipate it. <laughs> and you'll find that you have a lot less people being tossed around inside your boat mm -hmm. if you give them the courtesy of those announcements. And again, our kids looked at us at first and like, what are they doing? And now you know what? They head out when they're driving the boat. Coming up, coming down. Coming up, coming up. Starboard, turning port. Uh, or another good one is incoming, we'll yell. And incoming is you know, somebody come across in front of you and you're about to cross their wake mm. beyond your control. But it tells people, hold on. Hold on. Get people used to that. It's a good way to keep people in place. Mm. Yeah, that, that's that's another interesting one. And, you know, you mentioned the you know having the free uh, Coast Guard uh auxiliary exam of the boat and once again people it's it it costs nothing you know a lot of places do them uh I waterworks marine used to do them i don't know if they do that anymore uh but you know you come and have your boat it's just it's a second set of eyes that you know you're thinking of everything else they're just going to go down this two column list and say hey this 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 and you go oh wow i didn't think about that or you know hey where's your flare these flares are expired you know don't throw them away but get new ones on board, too, you know. <laughs> you know, the best part about it is that um, you can go online and request that check. Mm -hmm. uh, you, 
you can come to us, we'll come to you, we'll do it on the trailer, we'll do it in the water, we'll do it at the boat ramp. I never knew that. Yes, absolutely. I never knew that. Hey, you know, uh, can I ask you a question about kayaks, my friend? Yes, please. I, you've seen a lot more of them on Lake Michigan <laughs> and of other Great Lakes and bodies of water. Uh, can you give me a little bit of hint about boating safety with kayaks? Well, I think that people don't realize the risk in any kind of um, paddle craft, mm-hmm. whether it be kayak or canoe or stand-up paddleboard. Mm-hmm. Just because you propel yourself and don't have a motor doesn't change the fact that you can find yourself in dangerous waters, dangerous weather, um, uh, waters that could um, conceivably uh, lead to hypothermia. Mm-hmm. It is so uh, to uh, take precautions when you're using paddlecraft. Yeah. Um, make sure that you are visible. You know, there's paddlecraft rentals uh, uh, on the Chicago River downtown. There's so much boat traffic down there, and it it just always, I'm just going to say it always concerns me when I'm navigating on the river. Mm-hmm. And I see a cluster of 5, 10, 15 uh, kayaks in the water literally within reaching distance of my boat. Yeah. They look like little ducklings bobbing up and down. <laughs> yes, they do. Yes, they do. Well, yeah. They have a little, it looks like kind of a glow stick as their navigation light that they hang yeah. on, a, on, a, on a little pole. So, But it is important. Mm-hmm. Another thing I'd like to bring up on the subject of paddlecraft, yeah. anybody can request from the Coast Guard Auxiliary a paddlecraft identification label. And this is a reflective orange label that you write on with a permanent, with a white permanent marker, your name and contact information. Mm. And I'll explain to you the, the dual benefit of this. The first one is obviously if your kayak wanders off by breaking its mooring or or if somebody helps it wander off, you stand the fighting chance of getting your, your, your boat back again. But more importantly is if an unoccupied paddle craft is located out in Lake Michigan somewhere, there's a real concern as to where the operator of that paddlecraft went. So if that is identified with the sticker, it allows first responders the opportunity to contact the information, the person whose information is listed on the sticker, and say, hey, I've got your 18-foot light green kayak a mile offshore at such and such a location. Mm-hmm. Uh, is everything okay? Were you with it? No, you know what? It blew off, blew out of the bed of my pickup truck, or whatever, or was tied up, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it really is important because it changes the response to locating that because you can't just ignore an unoccupied paddlecraft out of the water. Right. Very true. That's a great, that's a great thing for them to do. Well, Commander Tim, I want to say, as always, you are a breath of nautical knowledge and safety. Fresh air with the up-and-coming boating season coming. Yes, I know we've got the Corvo 19 problem that's hanging over everybody. But you know what? There are ways for you to get out and still enjoy a day of boating out on your favorite body of water. Isn't it? Very much appreciate the opportunity to uh, come on the show with you, Chauncey. Um, We continue to experience high water. So please um, just want to urge everybody to be careful about 
submerged objects that weren't previously submerged, mm-hmm. and of course, um, look up and learn how to avoid and escape a rip current, mm-hmm. and um, just you know, be uh, be cautious for all the reasons out there beyond COVID nineteen. Okay, and you know what? I want to say I want to say thank you to you, your crew, all the Coast Guard auxiliary people, all the members of our Coast Guard that want us to be safe in the great outdoors. Thank you for promoting our mission. All right. You're listening to Chauncey on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. You know us. Hey, we know the outdoors. If you fish and hunt in Illinois, you'll love Midwest Outdoors magazine. Right now, you can get a full year of Midwest Outdoors, 12 issues, for only $14.95. That's a $15 savings off the regular newsstand price. Whatever species you fish, whatever game you hunt, Midwest Outdoors experts will share their time-tested techniques and favorite spots with you. Each month, Midwest Outdoors has dozens and dozens of articles, reports, maps, and proven methods to help you enjoy the outdoors. Illinois residents receive a free state section focusing on fishing and hunting right here in Illinois. Pick up Midwest Outdoors at leading newsstands. Or to save $15 off the annual cover price, subscribe to Midwest Outdoors. You'll get 12 issues for only $14.95. Call now, 1-800-606-3474. That's 1-800-606-FISH. Visa, MasterCard, and American Express are accepted. Or to subscribe online, punch up MidwestOutdoors.com on the web. Midwest Outdoors, helping people like you enjoy the outdoors. When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! And Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. A salmon fishing trip with Diamond Ghost Charters is a perfect way to spend a half a day or a full day out fishing with friends, family, or co-workers all on Lake Michigan. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847 838 2037. That's 847 838 2037. And get ready to yell, fish on! Waterworks Boat Sales at 708 798 9700 wants you to be ready for your next boating adventure with your family. With lakes and boat ramps opening up, there will be plenty of places to enjoy boating while still being careful with safe social distance and more. Let Waterworks Boat Sales and their Mercury authorized service crew and them being the only authorized Mercury repowered center in northeastern Illinois, get your boat ready for the water or maybe upgrade to a new boat powered by a Mercury motor. Call Waterworks Boat Sales at 708 798 9700 and tell them Chauncey sent you. This segment is brought to you by DiamondGhostCharters.com. Go fishing with Captain Tony and get ready to yell, Fish on! Hey, this is Captain Sig off the Deadliest Cats. You're listening to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Okay, on the line with me right now is a fine gentleman who, he's from Illinois, but we know he's not there right now. (laughs) Ray Metz, how are you, buddy? I'm doing dandy. How about you, Chauncey? You know, we're plugging along, trying to have a good time, and the other day I'm 
looking at my computer and you send a picture of a live well full of these purdy white bellied walleye and then you're holding one that how I don't even know how long that one that you're holding, but where are you hiding yourself? Biggest one. <laughs> yeah, it was the biggest one. Where are you hiding yourself right now? Uh, we're over here in uh, Port Clinton, fishing Lake Erie. Mm-hmm. Now they call it the big pond. The big pond. The big pond. The big pond, as they say. But you know, Ray, one of the things, uh, Lake Erie, you know, used to be absolutely crazy, and then it kind of went, and then it's been building up. And a couple of years ago. I, you know, well, they've had some good spawns in the river, right? Absolutely. It's not only the river, it's the whole lake. majority of the fish uh, spawn everywhere on that on this system, in the Maumee River, the Detroit River, but the majority of them spawn on the reefs mm-hmm. in Lake Erie, which is around the island, the islands of Putin Bay, Kelly's Island, uh, Ely Island, which is actually up in Canada, so it's it's out there. That's where the currents are, and that's where the fish are. Now, I, really, Lake Erie, and I, I've even backed off it because I, I had some bad experiences with, you know, going every time I went out there, there was like a 90-mile-an-hour windstorm, and, you know, got, we didn't even get yep. in the water. But really, so many people are, are getting out to Lake Erie. Like, you you and your friends that are all up uh, listening to us this morning as we're talking, you know, you guys have been going for a couple of years, and what is the secret that you guys are just slamming these walleyes? Uh, there's plenty of them. Uh, the reports have been, uh, DNR has stated that there is like 40 million walleye in the system right now, and they're hungry. They do have a great forage basin, but they, uh, you know, they're eating everything that's in front of them. And uh, they love the crankbaits, and they will eat the worm harnesses also. Mm-hmm. Now, when you're fishing with the worm harness, um, you can troll them, correct? Or you can cast them, right? The eerie dearies are the casting techniques where you count down, and then you retrieve them and, and roll them in front of you. Right. But we're doing all trolling with the our, our trolling motor actually on the front of the boat. It powers us at 1.2, 1.4 miles per hour, and that keeps us on a steady course and fishes the, the brake lines just the way we want to be, usually in a certain depth. Mm-hmm. And are you doing the same thing with the crankbaits also? Absolutely, absolutely. Different techniques to get them down, but a lot of times it's just free spool behind the boat. You know, once um, there's always two or three of them that are clipped onto the planer boards to get them away from the boat so you can separate all your lines. Mm-hmm. Like I said earlier, I think I was mentioning to you that... Uh, Ohio has opened it up for three lines per man, like the state of Illinois, and six fish per man. So today we uh, we did put four in the boat, even though that's tough to social distance. We were very careful, and we were able to get 24 fish in the boat. Oh, 24 walleye! Oh, oh yeah. My my heart just went ah. ah. <laughs> Tasty little morsels they are. Oh, God, yeah, they are. And, you know, they. we won't even get into that because we could do 22 hours on talking, you know, walleye flays. But oh my goodness. <laughs> the thing that I want to know is, you said on the drop-offs you're working, is that where you were finding these fish at? They're everywhere. They're suspended. They're on the bottom. We're targeting big fish today in 35 feet of water off of the airport reef on the, on the uh, east side of Kelly's Island. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a pretty, pretty area. 
yesterday and the day before we went through there and it was like super blue water, super crystal clear. Mm -hmm. This morning, this morning we says if we target it before the sun rises up, that's a big fish area. And if you're working the working your crankbaits down and deep, you'll get those things to go first thing in the morning. So we were on the water at five thirty. Sunrises was six oh five, six ten this morning, and it was cloudy, so we didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> it's always like it, it never works the way you completely. When they it does, it was gonna start, yeah, they said it was going to start raining about nine. It actually started raining at about eight o'clock, and we got off about uh, nine thirty. So we got wet today. Eh, that's why it's called fishing, you know. One of the things, you know, you didn't. Um, mentioned to get these baits down you're not using down you know downrigger balls or anything are you you're just no on on our setups it's strictly uh, behind the boat a lot of times we uh, will run the deep diver bandits crankbaits mm -hmm. uh husky jerks reef runners and so on and so on but we do occasionally we'll clip on three ounces of lead 25 feet up from the crankbait and run that so they run deeper right off the bat mm. And, that, and that's a good way to separate them. I'll run three ounces off the front of the boat so they're not interfering with the back of the boat's uh, planer boards and harnesses that are going out. Oh, okay. That's pretty, that's pretty cool then. Now, yeah, uh, are, and once again, you're, you're using a lot. Basically, you're using the common fishing gear that you've got in your garage and in, in your car and your truck, you know, medium to heavy action stuff, right? Oh, absolutely. The most, uh, I've always been taught that uh, you fish for walleye on Lake Erie with 10-pound tests. Some of the guys have bumped it up to 12, but I've stayed with the 10-pound. The fishing Bible that's been out and printed out is calibrated to, if you want to know how far your crankbaits are running behind the board, you let out 50 feet of uh, line at 10-pound uh, test, one mile an hour, and you can tell you exactly how far that crankbait will dive to. And, of course, you look at your graph and, you're, and you say, yep, they're running at uh, 25 feet right now, and we're in 35 feet of water. So you run your crankbaits right in front of them. I, and you probably said something that's not the most expensive, but good electronics, so you can see the fish, you know, get some marks on wherever they're on, either on the bottom, above the bottom, and then sure. you're able to get those those lures that you're using into those same areas that you want to nail those fish at. Absolutely. Uh, Hey, who's yeah. your uh, who's your uh, boat crew with you? You know, give me some names on those guys. Well, Jeff's from uh, Michigan. Ken's from Cleveland. That's my brother Ken. Mm -hmm. And myself, uh, Ray is from Woodridge, Illinois. Mm -hmm. And Tyler is from Bolingbrook, Illinois. So there's there was four of us today. Sounds four like boats are going out with just two and three and four. Mm -hmm. Some of the head boats were out with six too. Yeah. Sounds like the United Fish Nations out there, you know? <laughs> uh, yes, there is. Uh, and it's quiet right now because of the uh, corona and yeah. the Corv-19. Uh, Corvo 19 And you know what? I've got a comment because you, you made a couple of comments about it. And you said that you're wearing your masks properly. You're keeping separated distance and stuff like that. So I, I've got to commend you and that whole crew of, that's fishing with you on, on a great job well done on that. And a great job well done. So now. Thank you. You're going to be out there, and you're fishing, but then you're going out to an island for a couple of days? Yeah, we do stay on the island, uh, Kelly's Island, just north of uh, Catawba, out there in the middle of Lake Erie. And it's, it's a small island. It's about four miles long, one mile wide. 
and it has a state park on it, and it allows you to camp, and they've got, they got yurts there that we rented there last year. Those are kind of fun, but we're just going to set up the uh, kitchen tent and our sleeping tent, and we process and do everything right there yeah. and have a good week there. You launch your boat every day off the island, so you're in the middle of Lake Erie at some of the best fishing locations on Lake Erie every every day. Well, if you get any perch, throw them in a bag for me. <laughs> I'm not a great perch fisherman. We do pick up a few here and there. Uh-huh. But That's I usually it. go to uh, Jolly Rogers in Port Clinton. Mm-hmm. has a, a wonderful perch dinner. And there's a <laughs> place on the island. There is one or two restaurants. And the Pump Restaurant on the island is what the name of it is. And they do serve a... Uh, perch fillet uh, dinner and uh, a luncheon too if you want different prices perch is not perch is probably one of the more expensive fishes now that's what i'm seeing on the market they get they get 17 18 dollars for a, a basket of perch on the island i know? know i know they are well ray i want to thank you for you know uh, calling in and giving us a little scoop on the poop on uh, as they say on lake erie because i apologize i haven't had it it in my schedule get out there but you know what now you're tempting me i'm gonna have to go back <laughs> yeah you call me anytime you like and we'll uh, make make arrangements i'll let you know when the next time i'm going out and we always get a spot in the boat for you if you'd like well thank you very much ray all right you take care of yourself everybody okay all right all right thanks you're listening to chauncey on chauncey's great outdoors you know us hey we know the outdoors Waterworks Boat Sales at 708-798-9700 wants you to be ready for your next boating adventure with your family. With lakes and boat ramps opening up, there will be plenty of places to enjoy boating while still being careful with safe social distance and more. Let Waterworks Boat Sales and their Mercury authorized service crew and them being the only authorized Mercury repowered center in northeastern Illinois, get your boat ready for the water or maybe upgrade to a new boat powered by a Mercury motor. Call Waterworks Boat Sales at 708-798-9700 and tell them Chauncey sent you. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st Street and Wolf Road in Westchester is the place for that true classic Chicago hot dog and the best Italian beef sandwich large enough to share. Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs in Westchester also has specialties like an Italian sausage and beef combo, gyros, pasta, Italian steak, eggplant parmesan, ribs, salads, daily specials, and even the best flame-broiled hamburgers. Make Paul's Pizza and Hot Dogs on 31st Street and Wolf Road in Westchester your favorite. It's ours. Plan your next Illinois adventure to Ren Lake, where the fun begins. Ren Lake is situated in the heart of scenic southern Illinois and can offer you 19,000 acres of water fun and recreation all within Interstates 57 and 64. At their website, enjoyrenlake.com, you can learn about Southern Illinois lodging at its finest, restaurants, family activities, bike trails, camping, and some fantastic fishing and hunting all in one spot at Ren Lake. And it's one of my favorite places to go. So go to enjoyrenlake.com or call them at 314-580-2577. 314-580-2577. And plan your next Illinois adventure that will have you coming back again and again. Illinois, mile after magnificent mile.
When you're fishing for salmon with Diamond Ghost Charters on Lake Michigan, the two words every fisherman loves to yell is, Fish on! And Captain Tony of Diamond Ghost Charters will put you on the fish when you're looking to go. A salmon fishing trip with Diamond Ghost Charters is a perfect way to spend a half a day or a full day out fishing with friends, family, or co-workers all on Lake Michigan. So let Diamond Ghost Charters out of Winthrop Harbor hook you up with a chunky summer coho, a trophy fall king, or a lunker lake trout. They're all waiting for you with Diamond Ghost Charters. Don't wait. Call Captain Tony at 847 838 2037. That's 847 838 2037. And get ready to yell, Fish on! Chauncey's Great Outdoors is brought to you by Waterworks, 18660 South Cicero Avenue and Country Club Hills, 708 798 9700. Paul's Pizza in Westchester on 31st and Wolf Road. Diamond Ghost Charters at DiamondGhostCharters.com. HookandHuntTV.com, Midwest Outdoors Magazine, the magazine for the knowledgeable sportsman, Ren Lake Area Tourism at VisitRenLake.com and EnjoyRenLake.com, BizBaits, the soft plastic baits made for the professional bass angler who want to catch more fish. You can get them at BizBaits.com. This segment is brought to you by Waterworks. Waterworks Boat Sales at 18660 South Cicero Avenue in Country Club Hills, 708-798-9700. Somebody say, hey, we want some Dave Mercer, host of Facts of Fishing and MC of the Bassmaster Classic. You're listening to Chauncey Outdoors, Chauncey's Great Outdoors on ESPN AM 1000. Hey everybody, guess who's on the line? Captain Tony, what's happening, dude? Well, how you doing, Chauncey? Good morning. How's everything going? It's going well. How's the, how's the boat sitting in the slip? Is it waiting for me? Oh, it's waiting for you. Yeah, we're out fishing today, and uh, we had a lot of activity out there. Bite. Ah, oh, that sounds so good. So the action's doing, you know, is still continuing, coming out of Winthrop Harbor with Diamond Ghost Charters. And it doesn't sound like you're having to make a long run, are you? At our hill, the water's still a little cloudy on the inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're running out to clear water, starting there, and working our way out a little deeper to about 130 and then coming all the way back in, going east and west, north and south. Yep. Uh, trying to cover water. Once we start to uh, catch a fish, do a couple circles, flies and dodgers on yellow birds, flies and dodgers on dipsies. Sounds good, Tony. And if somebody wants to get a hold of you to get that charter set up and get out and get some of them big old fish, what do they do? Uh, call the office at area code 847-838-2037. You can also visit me on the web at www.diamondghostcharters.com. Sounds good, buddy. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Good fishing, everybody. It is so good to hear Captain Tony's voice again back on the air. I missed him all winter, and I'm really excited about getting out and doing some fishing with our good buddy. Hey, you know, it's that time of the year when you're going to see a lot of baby critters. Uh, You know, you can find them in your backyard. If you live close to a a wooded or a large open field, you're going to find a lot of these baby critters, and you're going to think that they're abandoned. But you know what? They're really not. Uh, Leave Just leave them alone. 
you know, Mother Nature's there to take care of them, and Mama Deer will be back to take care of the fawns and the bunnies and everybody else. So, you know, unless you see, like, a bird that's got a wing at a 90 degree from its body, then that's something different. You better go get help for that one. But really, just leave Mother Nature alone. She, she's there to help and make sure it all works out. Indiana owners of private ponds and lakes can find more resources now for managing those areas and adding aquatic structures and all kinds of help. The pond owners will find information and links to content about pond construction, where to purchase fish to stock these ponds, nuisance wildlife concerns, fish kills, and other common issues on the DNR website called wildlife.in.gov backslash 3614 HTML, and that'll give you all the information that you're going to need. All right, let's talk about some fishing. Well, we heard from Captain Tony about Lake Michigan. Please remember, Waukegan Harbor and Winthrop Harbor boat ramps are open, and Waukegan is allowing shore fishing going on out there, so I'm pretty excited about that, and we should start seeing a little bit more action with the better weather. In Indiana, salmon action is fair to good around the Gary Light when the water isn't dirty and the lake has settled down a lot. <laughs> but high winds and large waves have just not made it a good thing. But inland, bluegills, crappies, and a few bass are being taken, which is some great action. In our Cook County Forest Preserves, rain was in the forecast, and it's going to be sunny, and then it's going to get rainy. Who knows what's going to happen? Okay. But Bussy Lake was very muddy with the high water flow. Salt Creek was also dirty. A lot of the smaller ponds and lakes were giving up some really nice fish, and I love seeing that. It was very good action. Uh, DuPage County, uh, a lot of the smaller lakes, but remember Silver Lake at Blackwell, Pickerel Lake at Prattswain, and Grove Lake at Wooddale uh, are all closed yet because they're stocked with trout. Chain of lakes, uh, water levels dropped, but they came back up, but I didn't see any restrictions as of, uh, I think it was Friday when I was last time I was able to touch my computer, but bluegill and crappie are much more in the shallows. Bass have started making some of those beds, but nobody's sitting on them. That's a big key to remember. Muskie been following baits up to the boat, but then just not biting. It's a muskie day. You know that. Braidwood and LaSalle lakes are still closed. Heideke is open, but you're getting a lot of fishing pressure at Heideke Lake, uh, especially the South Shoreline and many other areas, shore and boaters. Uh, population is very high up there. Down in Wren Lake, water temp 70 degrees. There are people in waders walking through the buckbrush, it's called, on some of the shoreline, and they're catching some nice crappies. Don't think that they're weird but they're just they've learned a way to catch more crappies and those using spider rig techniques on a boat with six rods they're dragging minnows through the lake and they're catching some nice fish illinois river water levels drop may come up a little bit again but it's it was okay kankakee river uh is state park is open displays conservation area is closed smallmouth bass rock bass and a few other ones fox river smallies and uh we're doing okay water level came up it'll come down pretty quick here some flathead catfish were no also noted just over the border at lake delavan southern wisconsin bluegills are your most active fish right now on a single hook with a small bobber red worm or a leaf worm uh Walleye, eh, forget about them. Largemouth bass, though, they're uh, much closer in. They're working on some spawning beds. Nobody's on them, but they're checking them out to see if they can get on them. Hey, remember you to tell your friends to like Chauncey's Great Outdoors on Facebook. So you go to Facebook slash Chauncey's Great Outdoors for all that information. And we'll get your fishing reports and all kinds of things that we get throughout the week and keep you up to date in the great outdoors. And don't forget, if you're listening on the radio, you can always go on your uh, smartphone to your favorite app. Check out ESPN Chicago. That's right. Down the app, download the app at ESPN Chicago. And that way you can listen to our show anytime you want, whether it's an old show, the current show. Or, hey, 
you could do like the people in Europe are doing. They listen to Chauncey's Great Outdoors on the live stream. Every week I get more and more people from Europe saying, hey, we're listening to Chauncey's Great Outdoors. We love it. I, I don't know. If I was in Europe, I would go do something else. But hey, I'm glad they're listening to Chauncey's Great Outdoors, just like all of you people are. And that's a great thing. Hey, you know what? Uh, we've been doing a good job of trying to stay stay home, stay alive, wearing our masks. Uh, a lot of people are you know, saying you don't need them. Some people say you do need them. You know what? I wear one. And I wear a mask just for the same reason I wear a life jacket. Just like we're talking to Tim Dewey, the commander of the Chicago Wilmet U.S. Coast Guard Auxiliary. You wear a life jacket for yourself and for all your friends so you could be around. I wear a mask because if I am a carrier of COVID, I don't want to give it to anybody. And I would hate to have a relative, a friend, or someone I love dearly catch the COVID-19 virus from me because I wasn't wearing a mask. It's not going to hurt you. Okay? Well, I can hear a little bit of a flute playing, so we're coming to that time of the show with my Native American proverb, and I hope you people all enjoy that. This Native American proverb comes from the Omaha Nation, and it says, Ask questions from your heart, and you will be answered from your heart. How very, very true. Please remember, we do not own the woods, the rain, the storm, the fish we catch. We are really borrowing it all from our children's children's children. Remember that. We'll see you next week with some big announcement for some high school fishermen right here on Chauncey's Great Outdoors. Take care, everybody.